2: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm going to be not your host today, but we'll get to that in a minute. And uh, I'm joined by a couple of my usual cohorts, Ken and Neil. How are what's you? What's up? Hello. I feel weird. That was one take, and now I don't know what to do with the show. So.
3: And also, you can put your hands down now.
4: <laughs>
2: I see
3: you're just holding them up in front of you. Yeah, well,
2: you know, what are you supposed to do with your hands, Non-visual. Well, he just
3: put
4: uh, hand sanitizer on, and he's just letting them air out. Yeah, but he's got cuts all over his hands, and it's just burning Well, it's the burning that keeps...
3: That's the only way he can feel pleasure.
4: Right. It's just the burning.
2: This went off the rails quickly, so I'm going to take control again. Where's Matt, Neil?
4: (laughs) Where is Matt? Well, speaking of uh, hand sanitizer, Matt uh, went down to Florida and uh, is researching ways of taking orange juice that is poured over the voiceover from Donald Sutherland and turning that into a hand sanitizer. Wow. So very specific.
3: That's very specific. (laughs) That's a
2: real niche market.
3: I thought he was making uh, orange juice flavored uh, toothpaste.
2: I mean he he might refer- Or is it toothpaste flavored like orange juice?
3: <laughs> he very well worse. might be doing all of that.
4: <laughs> Matt loves his orange juice, as we know, especially with a cocktail in it. But mm. yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Maybe he'll come back with a hand sanitizer, maybe it'll be a toothpaste with uh um Cal- what, what's the orange company I'm thinking of? Tropicana. Tropicana, Tropicana. yeah. I was gonna say Califorcana, but that's not anything. So <laughs>
3: That's the orange juice from California. <laughs> yeah uh jeff who do we got today
2: well i was gonna say uh i'm not looking forward to celebrating matt's uh breakthrough with toothpaste flavored orange juice but uh someone else who is joining us today has a little celebration of their own and i'll hand it over to uh our wonderful birthday guest uh max Miners, coming to us from louisville
5: kentucky how you doing max hi guys it's so good to be back it feels like it's been forever I know. We, it, we has, always... it
2: feels like it, it probably because it has been,
5: <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think last time I was here was uh, Nintendo laid on me, right? Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. I love that That's episode. Great. We'll have to bring oh, back. Was so much fun. Tough, though. It was,
2: Tough. T- it was fun, though.
5: I realize
3: I don't know enough about video games.
4: Well, speaking of that, actually, Ryan and, and my brother David, they said if there was another one on Xbox, they would love to go head-to-head again. So, Max, Ooh. you know, think mm. about that if you want. Okay, okay, okay. Noted. Uh, but no, we love having you uh, on the show and, and hanging out with you. I've uh, been uh, with us for a long time since we began. But uh, what if, what's what been up in uh, your world?
5: Man, um, well, I'm actually doing a new podcast. Uh, it is related to Dead by Daylight, which has become my absolute favorite thing in the last couple of years of quarantine. I've got like 2,000 hours in that game now. I'm obsessed with it. And I just started a podcast about Dead by Daylight with two of my close friends who I play it with. Nice. And it's called Gen Repair. And we're, you can find us pretty much everywhere. So uh, our website is genrepair.xyz. Now that is so the- if you like Dead by Daylight, listen to our show. It's, you know, informative. Cool. Now that is a game where you're either a
3: survivor or the killer running around a place and you have to escape or kill. You got it. Yeah. You got it. I played it briefly. It was fun.
4: Were you the killer, or were you the, being
2: chased? Uh, a little bit of both. Oh, okay. So if you say briefly, were you plus or minus two thousand hours? What? Oh, minus. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I was probably plus. That's probably plus two, uh, two to three hours. Oh, is so there anything very that,
4: in life that you've put two thousand hours into that you can think of?
3: Uh, this podcast.
2: That's true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've put that into Elder Scrolls games. All right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly Oh, well, I've, I've probably Jeff put, understands
5: i've probably
4: put two thousand hours into watching uh what many people might not call good movies but i love which is just a segue here to talk about uh max uh, you and me are going to be on a team together and we were talking about uh our shared love of the movie chopping mall which i'll let you tell the folks at home what it is but that's where our team name is going to come from
5: <laughs> oh okay well the the chopping mall has a very easy elevator pitch Uh, six kids who work in a shopping mall decide to stay after hours and have an orgy one day and unbeknownst to them, the new robotic security guards that have just been installed are struck by lightning and become evil and begin hunting them. As a producer. If you're not already Googling to watch this movie, I don't know what to tell you. As a producer, I will give you $75,000 to make this movie and I'll pay (laughs) more.
3: I think that's more than what they had, probably. (laughs) And then that brought Neil up. uh, He brought up another crap movie called street trash love street trash uh, now this one is is uh hard to stomach right so don't don't just go and watch this willy-nilly yeah you gotta be ready for some yeah if
4: you get grossed out uh yeah probably don't watch this one
3: but he said that there was a uh special beverage in this movie called tenafly viper so that's gonna be mine and jeff's team name so we got the
2: teams but You can't have a game without a host. That's right. So I'm going to hand it over to our host for today. Uh, This week, it's going to be Rules Guy impersonator Tristan Billings from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Tristan, how are you doing? Or as I call it, Fayetteville-ack. Yeah. Nice to meet you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
6: Um, So, yeah, I'm from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, I own my own electrical company here. Uh, I just started that this year. I have a son and a fiancé and... I don't do much in my free time other than work, but um, or hang out with the family. I was really excited to write this game. I've been listening to you guys for a long time since uh, twenty eighteen,
2: maybe twenty. Wow! Yeah, so almost at the beginning. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, uh, you guys don't know this, but uh, this is going to be released. Um, we're a little ahead of schedule, but this is going to be released right after uh, our fifth year anniversary and oddly so.
3: enough uh uh tristan's electrical company is also called gen repair <laughs> no, <I'm just laughs> no. I'm just That would be a crazy one. all That's right really funny. <laughs> well we we have the host now so last thing we need is the rules
4: all right well uh i guess in honor of uh, our five-year anniversary uh max's birthday uh and tristan's uh, new company why don't we just go classic and uh, have darren uh
0: Yeah.
3: All right. That sounded good from Darren. So let's kick off the game with question one from Tristan.
6: Okay. So I just want to let you know off the bat, there is a secret theme for bonus points at the end. Um, shouldn't be too terribly difficult. Uh, and it's only in the titles of the questions. Question number one, what should I scream for? This is my theme part. In what U.S. state can you find the tallest roller coaster in the world?
4: Max and I just discussed this, and we think we know exactly where it's at. I, I know I've been there, I believe, but uh, we're going to lock in.
3: Okay. Wasn't, isn't it like the Beast or Son of Beast? Or, at Cedar Point. At Cedar Point?
2: I've never been to Cedar Point.
3: Yeah, we, didn't, didn't we go on a band trip or something? Oh, no. No, you're right. It was eighth grade, not high school. Is it is it that one though? It might be, yeah. All right, I was so thinking that's that Cedar either, Point, Ohio, right? Yeah, in Sandusky, Ohio. Okay, let's yeah. go with that, Ohio.
4: Max and I um, conferred a little bit, and we also agree that it is at uh, Cedar Point, Sandusky, Ohio, where we think it might be the top thrill, uh, top thrill dragster, but uh, we definitely said Cedar Point.
5: I know at one time there was a roller coaster called the I think it was called the King Dakar that was the top, the highest one in the world, but I think that the top thrill dragster is taller, and that is at Cedar Point.
6: Well, I guess I'll have to do some looking up because when I was looking up this question, I got the King deca as the tallest roller coaster in the world. So that would be in New Jersey if okay. that is the correct answer. But I can—I had no, that. On I'm sure sides, you're correct, so I and can... I
5: misremembered. Uh, based on
3: a little research here, Top Thrill Dragster is second place at a uh, 18 feet uh, shorter. So mm-hmm. close, but it is King All
6: Alrighty, so on to question number two. Um, I should probably see a shrink, but I'm afraid it'll make me little. Here we have a before and after, a 1989 Rick Moranis movie where, where children have unfiltered interviews on camera.
3: Yep, uh, we're locked in. And I think you guys said you had it too. I
4: believe we have it too. I agree with Max.
3: All right, so we're going to say, honey, I shrunk the kids, say
4: the darndest things. And uh, we're going to say the same thing. That's it. All right. Yeah, that was uh, just how it's supposed to be done, Tristan. It worked out great.
6: All right. On to question number three. Nigeria has a flag with a not-so-common color scheme of just green and white. In fact, there are only two other countries that share the same color scheme. Can you name either of the countries? A bonus two points for both countries.
4: Jeff, you and Ken are locked in? We are. All right. So we're looking for flags, Max, with green and white. And you were saying uh Libya's I know it... <laughs> was all green. I think
5: at one point Libya's was all green. I don't think there was any white in it.
4: Um, um, I do know... Isn't there one that is... I want to say it's either... I think it's like white on top or green on top, but it's horizontal with the line in the middle and then the white on the bottom with maybe like a um, some
5: sort of icon in the middle. I don't know if it's like Iraq or uh, Qatar or... Um, we, we must be having some kind of overlap, too, because I was also thinking Iran for some reason, but I can't quite picture what Iran's flag looks like. But I, I was picturing it being a heavily green and white flag. But it, um, just to clarify, the flag is only green and white, right? That is correct. The only okay. two colors are green and white. I mean, I know... I know at one time Libya's flag was solid green, so we, we could maybe just hedge our bet on that they added something that was white to it. <laughs> okay.
4: Do you, want, do you want to say Libya? And then for, sure. for no reason, I don't know why I'm thinking of Qatar, but you just want to say that as well? Sure. Okay. Sure.
2: Yeah. Um, Libya was at one point all green. I think it's got some black and red in it now, too. Um, the only one I'm thinking um, is Saudi Arabia. I believe it's got uh, white writing on a green background. Um, And I couldn't come up with another one for the bonus, but that's what we locked in with.
6: All right. So, yes, Saudi Arabia is one. And the other that I had was Pakistan.
2: Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we got regular points. We got regular points, Regular. regular. I will take.
4: Regular big boy points.
2: Oh, yeah. Pakistan's got the uh, white on the left-hand side with the white crescent and star on the field of green. I think
4: that's what I was thinking of was that icon was the crescent and star. Yeah.
6: Question four. Okay. Call me Pac-Man. Your ghost is blue. Pac-Man has been enjoyed for over 40 years and almost everyone has played it at least once, whether they enjoy video games or not. But what very, very few people have done is get to the highest score possible that the game can reach. Within 100,000, I want you to give me the score.
3: The top score for Pac-Man. Now this is a Max question if I ever heard one. <laughs> whether whether Max knows it or not, is another story. <laughs> All right, me and Jeff have picked a
4: random large number, and we're locked in. So, Max, uh, I have an idea of just helping
5: us get there, but you might already know this. I've only ever heard this done in terms of a kill screen, which happens when you get to level 256, because that's one number higher than an 8-bit computer can count. So it would be contingent on whatever your score would be, assuming you played perfectly for the first 255 Mm. levels. So we're estimating about 8,000 points per board. Times 255 equals what number, Ken? What did we say? 2,040,000? Or Neil. That's right. Or Neil. It's good you
4: went to Ken, though, because I'm usually terrible with math, but luckily I had a calculator. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, 2,040,000.
2: Okay, and my head just exploded,
3: and we said 100 million because we
2: guessed. And we clearly don't know. Okay. I really liked
6: his explanation and all that, Um, but the answer is 3,333,000 thousand three hundred and sixty and um so i was looking at this because i was just wondering what the highest score possible in that game was and um i got some really interesting information about basically the math that he was just doing but i mean there was so much more to it about the eating the ghosts, giving you points and then um
3: the cherries uh, the cherries the the fruit um, oh damn it we forgot the you fruit. We forgot the fruit yeah. we <laughs> forgot the fruit which is what i but said yes. last time i went grocery shopping i also forgot
2: <laughs> that's what my doctor says every time i go in there he's like you're forgetting the fruit you and have vegetables. scurvy you have scurvy
4: you know what and you it don't help scurvy this... is some orange juice that matt's getting us in florida yeah, so. right. All, all right all
3: right let's get question five okay cool
6: question five we are not the same i am a martian in terms of size what is Mars ranked out of the eight planets? A bonus, two points, if you can get the list one through eight correct. One being the largest by radius.
4: Max, I know we discussed a little bit, but you're gonna explain it better than I would. What's our order?
5: Um we went with we figured that the outer four planets were definitely larger than the inner four planets. We couldn't really remember if Saturn was larger than the um the two outer planets. Uh, icy slash gas giants. I can't ever remember what you actually call them, but the order that we have from largest to smallest is Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, Saturn, Earth, Mars, Venus, Mercury. So we have Mars as the third smallest. Okay.
2: Yeah. um, We have Mars as second smallest and uh, you're definitely right about the, um, the gas giants. They're like an order of magnitude larger. Like earth is like 12 or 13,000 kilometers and Jupiter is like 130 or something like that. So, Um, and then uh, in descending order i guess from largest to smallest we have jupiter saturn uh, it's always a close call on these two because uranus and neptune which is what we put next they're almost the same size same thing with earth and then venus venus is like 95 percent the size of earth and then we said mars mercury last
6: all right jeff nailed it well That's done it. jeff
3: I feel, oh, me too. I feel good i feel good i did i'm on this team
2: i know Ken. <laughs> and you would have gotten you would have gotten some of this Sounded, I got all
4: of it. Yeah, you sound, whatever you said, Max, sounded <laughs> all good is to me. Sum. So, um,
2: <laughs>
4: well, it uh, it looks like after five questions here, uh, Team Killbots, only with 10 points, but we're just waiting for that uh, Strike of Lightning to uh, awaken us uh, to take the lead. That's right. I have a feeling it's oh, coming. I love that. Well done. Yeah, thank you. And then uh, Tenafly Viper, uh, 30 points. So, you're in the lead right now.
2: Uh, Do we get two bonus on that? 32 points in the lead. Don't rob us of points. That oh. two's going to matter, Neil. It always does. All right, let's get number six.
6: All right, number six. Tell that pig and that cow I'll go ham if it's beef. <laughs> Speaking of beef, there are eight main cuts of beef known as the primal cuts. What I am looking for is if you can name four of them.
3: All right, uh, looks like we're locked
4: in. You're locked in? Been eating a lot of steaks lately. L- little uh manufactured uh <laughs> steaks um lab grown lab grown so
5: uh neil i combined our list that we kind of sent each other and these are the words that we have flank rump fillet skirt shoulder rib loin and brisket okay um, do you think which of which of those four do you feel pretty good about I feel
4: decently about the ones I gave you: rib, loin, brisket, and flank. Also, the nicknames for Ken when we
5: go play basketball. But the um, <laughs> I agree definitely. We both said it. flank. I definitely think we should say flank. Yeah, for Yeah, sure. flank
4: for sure. Um, I believe uh, rib and loin. Um, I'm pretty yep, confident. I like those.
5: On. The brisket, I'm not sure about. I I I don't know enough about meat. It like is does if does brisket refer to a location on the animal or is that a style of cooking? I genuinely do not know.
4: I, well, I know it's a style of cooking when you go to barbecue restaurants, but I also think they do refer to it as a part of the body maybe, but I just, I was at a place that had a lot of meat recently and on the menu. That's why I just pulled those four. But if you feel more confident about something other than brisket, I'm okay going with your gut on those.
5: The only reason I might be more leaned toward rump, skirt, or shoulder is that those are like definite, obvious, like parts of the cow.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you feel free pick one of those and then we'll, we'll lock that in as our fourth answer.
5: Um 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 um. um. Let's say shoulder. So let's that would make our list: flank, shoulder, rib, and loin. You good with that? I am very good with that. Okay. All right. What did we
2: say? We said rump, ribs, shoulder, and sirloin.
3: Sirloin is loin, right? It's it's the loin that's been knighted
5: by the queen. (laughs) (laughs) Sirloin of pork. Isn't that an old Bugs Bunny joke? (laughs) Maybe so a quarter of Tim,
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> i'm going to go through all of them and uh then we're going to look at your guys list again cool. so we got chuck rib loin round flank short plate brisket and shank
2: i
4: i think we got three of out of the four uh, wait wait so did, did wait so shoulder was one of them and did i'm the that? idiot
3: who told you to take brisket off the list no so that's okay you know, if we miss any then we we get none so
2: wait were was rump right
3: it, no. No. If we miss any, we, we get
4: none. No, so. Oh, so we get none. We get none. As uh, Willy Wonka would say, good day, sir.
3: Yeah, we get nothing.
4: <laughs> nothing.
6: Okay, moving on to question number seven. Number seven. So fly, I got arachnophobia. Phobias seem to be a pretty hot topic on this podcast, so I want you to complete the following analogy. Arachnophobia would be typical for a fly as blank phobia would be typical for a mouse. And I am going to allow two different answers here. And a hit for this question is it is not a fear or it is not a fear of a 1991 women's magazine founded by Linda
3: Wells. No, it's worse. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> All right, let's just lock it with that. I, we're locked in. Yeah, I think I actually think Neil and I are going to lock in as well.
4: Yep, we're locked in.
5: We each came at each other with a different answer. When you said, uh, Tristan, that there were two answers for this, Neil and I messaged each other and we each had what we think were the two answers, which we think was like, he's like, I think we're looking for fear of cats. And I said, I think he's looking for fear of snakes. And I said, okay, there is definitely a word for fear of cats. I have it in this jigsaw puzzle with weird words, but I can't remember what it is. And Neil said, I think it starts with an A. And I said, is it ailerophobia? I think it's ailerophobia. And I said, sure, let's do it. So, that- so we locked in with Ailer- ailerophobia, which is A-I-L-U-R-O-phobia, ailerophobia. So the question stated uh, flies
3: would have a fear, uh, have arachnophobia, which is their predator, the spider. So mice, I guess their predator would be cats. Um, so we just said feline phobia because we don't know.
6: Well, you both were on the right track. And uh, yes, you definitely got it. It was ailerophobia. Um- Never heard of that. And then the, the hint was the magazine, the 1991 Allure. magazine, was a lure magazine. Um, sorry.
5: Oh, <laughs> okay. Now it makes sense. Yeah, sorry.
6: Um, and then uh, the other one was the, I had to kind of write it out phonetically, was Ophidiophobia. Okay. That was the fear of snakes. Mm. Okay. So both oh, would have okay. been acceptable. Uh, uh, yes, uh, I, I was going to accept oph- either one, ophidia, it, no matter
2: which train of thought.
5: Ophidophobia? Ophidophobia? Something ophidophobia? Something like ophidophobia. that, yeah. Okay. There's a oh, magic, a magic card with snake charm, Ken, Ophiomancer.
2: How many to... times do I have to
4: stop hitting the table? How many times do I have to tell you <laughs> not to hit the table? We all we Very all trouble. got uh, a though after the release of uh, of Cats the Motion Picture,
5: so. We what am I supposed did. to do with my hands? Absolutely. That word now means fear of James Corden. <laughs> I thought it was fear
2: of anuses. <laughs> Cat anuses. Well,
5: but but I repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs>
6: On to question number eight. Um, question number eight. Go together like a parachute and a geranimo. Geranimo's name has become a staple of jumping from high places. My question to you is: Can you tell me what tribe he was the leader of?
3: Sure. I spelled that way wrong. You did, but you, uh, I, let me try again.
2: There you go. <laughs> All right, we're locked in. <laughs> All right, so
4: Max, uh, initially I'm kind. my head is kind of between uh, Apache and Navajo, leaning towards Apache, but um, I could be way off. I don't know if you had an inkling on this one.
5: No, I don't have much of an idea on this. I, I thought that Geronimo lived somewhere in the upper Midwest, um, but I, I really should know my Native American tribe uh, regions better than I do. My my um, gut is telling me same. Apache. Um,
4: I feel like I, okay. not I don't know if I was researching a question for it or something, but I I just for some reason I'm leaning towards that way. But as long as you're comfortable with it, sure, okay, I'm
5: comfortable.
3: All right, and uh, similarly, we we're not great with uh, with the history here, but we said Sue, which I spelled wrong the first time and correctly the second time.
6: All right, points to Neil's gut. It's oh, Apache.
3: Good job, Neil's gut. <laughs> All right.
6: i
4: I, glad I did the research, I guess. Let me give you a tummy rub.
3: (laughs) On to
6: question number nine. It's kind of lengthy, but um, here we go. Um, I love Benjamin Franklin more than his own mother. There are a lot of famous people throughout history, and I'm pretty sure almost all of them have mothers. But can you name any of them? I'm going to give you three famous names. I just want their mother's name for two points apiece. Plus a bonus four points if you can actually name Benjamin Franklin's mother. All right, so um, the first name is Carrie Fisher, second name Prince Harry, third name Mary Shelley.
4: I think Max and I can lock in, so you guys can feel free to talk it out. Okay,
3: so Carrie Fisher's mother is Debbie Reynolds, Yep. which I blanked on last time that came up, Princess Diana.
2: Yep, of Wales.
3: Yeah, and then um, Mary Shelley, I don't know, Mrs. Shelley?
2: No, no, um famous writer in her own right of that age. I want to say she was she was famous too. Um
3: and then uh Benjamin Franklin's mother, Benifer Franklin. <laughs>
2: uh Martha. Martha Franklin? Julie Franklin? Julie. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Martha Franklin? I don't know. It's Martha Washington. I know. I, just well,
2: old people names. Agatha Franklin? I, um but who was it was say uh, Agatha Franklin. Sure, one they're all Terribly guess, terrible guesses. Um, not Mary Wollstonecraft. I don't remember. Let's say that. Let's just guess Mary. Mary. We only Shelley. knew the first name. Also,
3: Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley the first. <coughs> and what did you guys have?
4: Uh, Max, you can take it. So,
5: uh, we agreed with you on on Debbie Reynolds, and we agreed with you on Princess Diana of Wales. And funny enough, I think you just ding donged yourself into the correct answer because I'm pretty sure that mary shelley's middle name i I, God, I really hope i'm not making a butt out of myself for this but i think her middle name is mary Wollstonecraft shelley and i believe her mom was just mary Wollstonecraft. And so then, i think she also was mary
3: okay and then benifer uh is that what you had as well <laughs> no we went with agatha what did you have for benjamin franklin's mom
5: oh yeah we had, we didn't guess on
3: we that. went with uh
4: angela lansbury
5: <laughs> yeah there we go she's that old <laughs> Well,
6: you guys are right on the money on the regular questions, and um, for the bonus, you were really close with Agatha. It's Abaya Folger. Okay.
5: Oh, okay. Yo, that's actually a cool name, Abaya. Abaya. I love that. A b i a h. And
4: just to confirm, that'd be six points. I've reached. you?
2: Okay. All right. Let's get questions. So it was Mary Wollstonecraft. Yeah. There you go. Nice.
3: She's the heir to the Kraft Mac and Cheese empire.
2: That's not correct. (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> okay on to question number 10 um, real g's move in silence like lasagna everyone knows real g's move in silence i want you to give me the total number of silent g's in the following string of sentences george designs signs for foreign companies he decided to resign when one of the signs was misaligned now George drinks champagne in his grotto in Cologne, Germany.
2: Sure. Okay. It looks like you were keeping
3: I was tick me. marks and we're locked in. All right. Um, so well, if it, yeah,
5: George. Let's go through the sentence. Um, so designs is one. Did you type it? Is... Are you a
3: stenographer? Yes. Oh my God.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a stenographer, but I did type it. Yeah. I don't have a notebook. So yeah, I'm, uh, visual studio code has been my notebook for this, <laughs> okay. for, this uh, for this podcast um, impressive so feat. Uh, designs, signs foreign, resign signs misaligned, champagne cologne I get 8, is that what you have?
4: Uh, so we're, we have George which also is a G
5: but That's it's not silent oh silent, I'm sorry we're not silent my bad <laughs>
3: just excuse yourself yeah, Neil. yeah
5: let's go with 8 you then. did you, you did say only the silent g's right tristan i
3: did indeed okay,
5: okay. oh then I, Nash i'll just
3: type the whole thing out needs consulting you
4: i know i'll remain silent over here we can go with 8 like
1: <laughs> you said silent
3: like the g um yeah we said 8 as well cuz we did the tick mark thing
1: cool
6: cool you both got it nobody got tripped up by the loud g's except for okay. the, <laughs> <laughs> the
1: loud g's <laughs> uh, 30,
3: 30, 30. 30, All right, 30, that'll 36. do it for round one. What do we have for scores, Neil?
4: Uh, it looks like Team Killbots uh, has uh, gained some speed here. We're at 46, and Tenafly Viper narrowly ahead at 48.
6: Awesome.
3: Did anybody get the secret theme? It sounds like lyrics to me, but I, I wouldn't be able to place it. These rap lyrics? I, I believe that's Lil I mean,
4: Wayne. They...
5: Sure. And Yeah, okay. it definitely yeah. sounds like hip-hop lyrics. Yes, that is Neil got it.
1: So. <laughs> nice. I didn't. I didn't job, get it Neil. until
4: you said it all in
3: one. But
1: yeah, that's I
4: why I wrote it, it down. down. So, uh, so, uh, so rapper, imaginary so. points to Neil. Yeah, imaginary points for for, yeah, for Louis. All right, what do we got for the swing Shout round?
3: Shout out to <laughs> Yeah,
6: absolutely. So the swing round. So the hidden theme of the first round was to bring us into the swing round today, which is hip hop themed. Um, it is hip hop hometowns. I'm going to list three famous rappers. From an iconic city, I need you to give me the city that they rep.
3: Okay. Here's a right. perfect one for Neil again. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, we're going to start. Um, number one, Little Wayne, Kevin Gates, Juvenile. Number two, Young Dolph, Yo Gotti, 3-6 Mafia. Number three, Ludacris, Lil Baby, Outkast. Number four, Kanye West, Lil Durk, Chance the Rapper. Number five, Kendrick Lamar, YG, The Game. Number six, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, The Notorious B.I.G. Number seven, Megan Thee Stallion, Scarface, Travis Scott. Number eight, Meek Mill, Lil Uzi Vert, Black Thought number nine, Sada Baby, 42, Doug, T. Grizzly, and number 10, Ace Hood, Pitbull, Denzel Curry.
3: All right. Those were certainly some names. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll uh, try to come Um, up
3: with some cities here and we'll be right
2: back. Ken and I are in trouble.
1: So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
3: And we're back with our
1: sort of answers. (laughs) And
3: Neil's going to mop the floor with us.
4: Well, I I feel confident that we have at least nine. So a couple of these rappers we didn't know. This is not good.
3: I I didn't realize we were that confident. Okay. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's dig into it. What was the first group? Okay, so number one, Little Wayne,
6: Kevin Gates, Juvenile.
2: Uh, we went with Nolans. Yeah, we also said uh, Nolans.
6: Awesome. Yes, that's correct. New Orleans. Number two, Young Dolph, Yo Gotti, Three Six Mafia.
2: Um, we guessed this for a couple. We said LA.
6: We said Memphis. Memphis mm. is right my hometown all righty so number three ludicrous little baby outcast
2: uh we said hot yep we also said Atlanta
6: nice that is correct um number four Kanye West little dirt chance the rapper
2: never heard a little dirt but I've never heard of Kanye West but we were big <laughs> fans of chance the rapper here so we said Chicago we also said Chi-Town. Yes.
6: I figured y'all get it with the Chance the Rapper one. At least Jeff. And...
4: Could throw a comment in there, too. You yeah, can, I knew that Ken,
2: Ken knows Chance.
3: There you go. All right,
6: number
2: like personally, five. Personally, they're best friends. Yeah. I
3: actually met his brother, who's yeah. also a rapper.
4: Yeah. What was his name, Luck?
3: <laughs> Luck, <laughs> Luck the
4: Rapper. <laughs>
6: number five. Kendrick Lamar, YG, The Game said LA.
4: Yeah, uh, we said LA and I know Kendrick's uh, from Compton so we didn't know if we have to be more specific but yeah, we said LA.
6: LA was fine. They are all from Compton but I I kept them in that cluster just to be safe. Either way is fine but yes, LA. Um, Number six, Jay-Z, 50 Cent then Notorious B.I.G.,
3: Here's how much I know about rap right now. I just looked back at my page, and I know this is incorrect, but when I wrote Jay-Z, I literally wrote the letter J and then Z. I know that's not correct,
5: though. Uh, what did we say, New York?
2: Yeah, that's they're definitely New York.
5: Yeah, these are three of the biggest names ever in New York rap.
2: Ho. That's right.
6: Easy peasy so far. All right, number seven. Megan Thee Stallion, Scarface, Travis Scott.
2: Um, I know Megan Thee Stallion was born in Houston, so we just said Houston.
4: Yeah, uh, I had the same inkling. I think she might have mentioned Houston (laughs) a few times in a couple songs, so we said Houston as well. That's
3: right. This is Houston. She grew up on a ranch. That's why she's a stallion.
6: (laughs) Number eight, Meek Mill, Lil Uzi Vert, Black Thought.
3: I don't remember what we put for we this one. We said Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> There's a big uh, rap scene out there. Why
6: is
1: everybody laughing when I say that?
3: Somebody back I, me up here.
4: No, you're right. Atmosphere. Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, no way. You fools. Everybody's laughing
5: at me. Uh, Neil uh, identified Black Thought as the uh, lead guy from The Roots. So we said Philadelphia.
2: That makes sense.
6: Yes, Philadelphia is correct.
2: Yeah, one of the best freestylers, too. If you ever hear of freestyle, it's
4: really good.
6: Number nine, Sada Baby 42 Doug
3: T Grizzly.
2: It's got to be the city with my third favorite kind of pizza. We said Detroit.
3: And also, we've never heard of any of those people.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, Detroit's a great guest. We didn't know
4: either of these uh, as well. And um, we just said, you know, Houston's a big city, but there's maybe some other Dallas love there or Texas love. So we said Dallas.
6: Um, it is Detroit.
4: Woo!
1: Nice. Great I took guy. Him I him think off at it,
6: the man. last second and replaced him with someone else just to. Spice it up a little bit.
4: Oh, did All you put, right. you have Big Sean on there before?
6: I did. I had that too. Yeah. I took them, took them both off and added some lesser known. Tricky, tricky. Yes. Number 10. Rep
4: joke. Oh, it wasn't actually, but now <laughs> that you say it, it does fit. It's around M C. Yeah. Good, good call. Absolutely.
6: Number 10. Ace Hood, Pitbull, Denzel Curry.
2: Man, we started at the 305. Now we're going worldwide. It's got to be Miami. We agreed.
5: It's got to be Miami. (laughs) If we're talking Pitbull, it is inescapably Miami. (laughs) Awesome. That is correct. Hey, we did pretty good, Jeff. Yeah.
3: You know, you want to go out there, give 110%, you want to do good, try to do good. I think we did pretty good.
2: I mean, 40 on a swing round for us is pretty good. So
4: That brings us to 88.
3: 88.
2: Yeah, 88 miles per hour, and uh, we picked up
4: 45, bringing us to 91, so 91 to 88.
2: Pretty like tight! Really tight. I don't like this change, this flux, if you will. All right, let's get to the second round.
6: Yeah. You got it. round number, or Round two, question number one. If you would use feline to describe cat-like and canine to describe dog-like, what would be the term for
4: bear-like? Cool. Uh, we'll lock in over here. Max seems confident. I believe that's Ursine.
5: Ur-sine. Yeah, Ur-Sign. We also agree, Ur-Sign.
2: Not to be confused or with Ur-sine. Earth. Earth sign. Yeah.
5: <laughs> or not to be confused
4: with Ernest Borgnine. No.
2: Always one yeah. too far, Neil. Always. That's like
4: one person, like who was born in like nineteen seventy three, will know that joke probably. Seventy three,
2: more like nineteen twenty three. Twenty three. Which is when Neil was born, guys. It's gonna be a hundred next year. Breath.
6: That is correct. Y'all both got it. All right. Question number two. I think Netflix has really changed the game in terms of watching stand-up comedy specials. But before that, a really good stand-up special would hit the box office. What I want to know is, what is the name of the comedian who has the highest grossing stand-up special at the box office? And a bonus two points for the name of the special.
2: That's a That's a really interesting question.
3: I think it's this one.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we can do that.
4: We're in. Okay, so you just wrote. Uh, Man.
5: Yeah, we 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 have two really good guesses here, and honestly, I don't know how we're gonna pick between these two. I so you guesses.
4: So you wrote Chris Rock, or, or actually, you put Chris Rocker bigger and. I did,
5: which I like which I like that name. I Chris did. Rocker. Why did I type Chris yeah! Rocker? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, okay. Chris Rock, bigger and blacker, is what I typed, and, and you, I was thinking. You, yeah, yeah. You entered Eddie Murphy Raw, which is a great answer. Um, that's one of the most famous of all time. I, I mean, surely it's it's got to be one of those two.
2: Yeah, um, I'm a comedian, Shrek. I only, love your.
5: Yeah, the only other thing I could think of was the original Kings of Comedy, but I that doesn't really fit the question because that that was four guys, right? Um, even though that was a theatrical release and it was huge, um, I'm kind of more inclined to agree with your Eddie Murphy on this.
4: Okay, yeah, I, I do love your answer, but I'm just thinking of, um, you know, he had the red jacket. I felt like it was right. kind of a, a cultural movement at that point, um, yep. especially in the I 80s. Um, so, yeah, are you you're okay going with that? I am. Let's All do right. it. Chris, or, no, I'm saying Chris, Eddie Murphy, Raw was our answer.
3: Uh, we went with something completely different. Eddie Murphy, Raw.
6: Boom, you both got it. Nice. Um, yes, The Kings of Comedy was number two on the box office list. Cool. Yeah, so there movie. was
3: there was bonus points associated with that? Plus
2: yeah, two? you got
6: Raw. Raw was the bonus points. I just needed the comedian. Two bonus plus points, was it? Two. Twelve, just two 12
2: points, points. apiece. Twelve <laughs> points apiece? <laughs> <laughs> All
6: right. Question number three. What does the abbreviation SLP stand for in terms of a career in the medical field?
3: Well, Jeff, I think we're pretty far away from uh, educated guests on this one. So do you want to just tap out? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right what's the s
2: I'm um, just give me a sec just like half a minute
5: love it let's lock that in that's a great answer okay we are locked in way okay. better than the stupid is <laughs> in the process of typing i assure you that so we need a career
3: in the medical field yeah. abbreviated slp mm-hmm. something something practitioner
2: yeah practitioner was what i was thinking
3: something something something
2: licensed practitioner
3: oh um sort of licensed practitioner <laughs> state license i don't know yeah state licensed practitioner
2: uh because i know like uh we have like nps like nurse practitioners
3: state licensed practitioner is much better than a sort of licensed practitioner <laughs> who which is what i see in the back alley <laughs>
4: Uh, so thanks to, hopefully thanks to Colleen for this one, because I believe she works with someone who has this title uh, every day, and Ken may have interacted with them as well. We locked in with speech-language pathologist. Mm.
6: You locked in with the correct answer. That is speech-language pathologist. That is what my fiancé is graduating in May to become.
4: Nice. Awesome. Lovely. Congrats, pull Congrats pull to them. Mail. Absolutely. Uh, I, hey, I, I wouldn't have known it unless I heard Colleen talking about it every day and, and
2: Ken coming back from school yeah, talking about it. A I just bit. hear uh, speech path is what people speech call path. It. Yeah, yeah. Didn't think about that.
6: All righty. We're going to move on to question number four. Um, in the movie The Sandlot, the gang is taken aback to learn that Smalls doesn't know who Babe Ruth is and proceeds to list some of his many nicknames. Can you name two of the nicknames they call out and for a bonus two points each, can you name the other two remaining nicknames?
4: Okay. Uh, we think we have two that we're 100% sure on and have some other guesses as well. So we're going to lock in.
3: Yep. Which uh, two I wrote, did you have? I had uh, the Great Bambino and the Sultan of Swat.
2: Yep. I, I believe he's also the King of C- Clash, Crash, or Colossus of Clout for sure. Colossus of Clout for sure. Yeah. King so of the Crash, King of Crash or King of Clash? I'm not sure. Probably Crash. We'll say Crash.
5: All right. So we're in with those four. We agreed that uh, we both said Great Bambino, Sultan of SWAT right away. Actually, I started to say Sultan of Swing, and then I remembered that was a Dire Straits song. <laughs> Sultan of SWAT. Doo doo. do Um, and then uh, Neil also had two others.
4: Uh, yeah, we had. Which uh, are our bonuses? Colossus
5: of Clout and King of Crash. That's it. You got
3: all four. Nice. Woo. So that's 14 points a piece.
6: I had that scene going through my mind so many times. So I had to watch it a couple times. I was like, just what Well, the,
2: the Colossus of cloud happens twice, right? Cause yes. isn't that cause like the, the Timmy or, and Tommy or whatever? I don't yeah. know what the twins names are. Is it Timmy and Tommy Timmons or do I have a different property in my head? I have no idea. No, I think
6: you got it right. I think it's Timmy and Tommy. Oh I think you're God. correct. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. All right. Let's get
3: five.
6: All right. Number five. It's a math question.
3: Um,
6: hey. If you take <laughs> if you take the number of individual squares on a chessboard and divide them by the number of U.S. presidents assassinated in office, then multiply that quotient by the number of moon, moons Mars has, what number are you left with?
2: I like how my current sheet currently just says some number divided by ass, so... <laughs>
4: All right, we are locked in over here.
3: Okay, quick lock-in from uh, Team whatever you were. Uh, robots? Uh, the Killbots. 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 And, on uh, our name. Uh,
2: we're, we're so sorry, Max. We're <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, the Killbots, okay. Tenefly <laughs> Viper also locked in with...
2: So, you did the math. Yes, yeah, so I believe it's 64 uh, on, a, on a Chester Checkers board because uh, it's 8 by 8 divided by... Is it 4 presidents were assassinated?
3: Garfield, McKinley...
2: Kennedy, Kennedy and Lincoln. And the famous one, Lincoln. Which uh, 64 divided by 4 is 16, if I'm not mistaken, uh, times Phobos and Deimos, uh, the two moons of Mars, gives us 32.
5: We had the exact same answer. Awesome. 64 divided Ooh. by 4 times 2, 32. No I don't mind today.
3: those kinds of math questions. Because <laughs> the no. math isn't the hard part. So.
5: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make the
6: math easy. So, yes, you got all the numbers right, and then you didn't mess up on the math so
4: the answer was 32.
6: I don't care
2: how easy you make the math questions I can still <laughs> mess it up I guarantee you it's true
4: okay so after doing some math over here it looks like uh, team TanaFly Viper is picking up uh, 46 points on that first uh, half of the second round bringing their total to 134 and team Killbots is picking up 56 points bringing their total to 147
3: okay
6: all righty On to question number six. This book is the first in a series written by N.K. Jemsen. It won a Hugo Award in 2016.
3: All right. uh, Unfortunately, Jeff and I are too far away from the subject matter to have an educated guess here. We know what the Hugo Award is given out for. So we'll just say, uh... (laughs)
4: okay, we're locked in. All right. So these guys are locked in. Um, What are you thinking, Max?
5: Well, we I I told you, I think Divergent would have been to Divergent, I believe, was earlier than this, because I think the first Divergent movie was out by 2016. And I also think the first Maze Runner movie was out by then. And I also think Maze Runner was written by a dude. And I'm pretty sure this is a lady that we're talking about here.
4: I agree. And I I believe, Hugo, from what we're talking about for listeners, I believe it's the award for sci fi. So that's what we're looking for.
5: And I definitely, sci-fi is not my thing. Um, so I'm, I'm afraid I'm at kind of an impasse here.
4: I am too. Uh, I'm not going to come up with anything good. So um, do you want to just uh, make up a, a name that sounds like a really cool sci-fi book?
5: Sure. Let's just guess the novelization of Chopping Mall. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with Hugo that. Hugo Award winner. Along Hugo with Award Dune. Winner,
3: there's Dune and then probably the second best sci-fi book of all time, The Chopping Mall.
2: The novelization of <laughs> Chopping Mall. Uh,
3: and we said the uh, book that stars The weekend, Starboy, which is a sci-fi book.
6: Nice. So, unfortunately, no points. Um, the book is titled The Fifth Season. Um, okay. And it's in the it's in the Broken Earth series, is the name hmm. of the series. Um, it's really, really good. I don't really read. And so, I started listening to audiobooks, and it was one of the first ones I did. I binge the whole series, and it was incredibly good uh just a really good listen or read i'm sure it's good read too if you know how to do that
3: i'll check it out (laughs) (laughs) i'll check it out if i ever learn yeah yeah it
6: was really good um (laughs) it's one of the like four books i've read so okay on to number seven 007 to be precise how many bond movies are just one word titles
3: Ooh! Here wow. it is—the question Neil's <laughs> always been waiting for. He's been waiting all his life for this one. All right. So um, after some deliberation, we came up with seven. We got. Uh, oh, we just need a number anyway. Spectre, Octopus, Thunderball, Moonraker, Goldeneye, Goldfinger, Skyfall. Any more?
4: Um, not that I know of.
3: All right, we're in with seven.
4: Uh, Yeah, Max and I uh, were both uh, writing names to each other uh, and I had the list in front of me and we both agreed with seven uh, in in order of uh, release. We put uh, Goldfinger, Thunderball, Moonraker Gold, uh, excuse me Goldfinger, Thunderball, Moonraker, Octopussy, Goldeneye, Skyfall, Spectre.
6: You got it. And you got the imaginary bonus points for the correct order. Awesome. (laughs) 007 is the answer.
4: That's funny. Ah, ha, ha Got it.
6: There we go. All right. Nice.
4: Devious. They should never change the, that anymore. Just leave it all multi-word titles on <laughs> because that, that fits nicely.
2: Yes, yeah, so that if it's the one trivia fact, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a bunch of trivia facts where there's only seven times it's happened in the movies.
3: If they release another one, all the trivia nerds.
6: No. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> this ruins my one-word titles. <laughs>
6: all right. Question eight, I just kept it real simple. What is the heaviest dog breed?
2: Yeah, I'm fine with that.
3: All right, we picked a meaty one.
2: My uncle's got one that clocks in over 200 pounds,
4: so... Okay, so Max, you wrote uh, Great Pyrenees, Newfoundland. Uh, I wrote Mastiff, Great Dane. um, I don't know that I've ever
5: been around a Mastiff in
3: person. I never lift a Mastiff? (laughs) I
2: Um, (laughs) I can tell you that they're enormous. Like... I, I how many
3: Mastiffs can you curl?
2: <laughs> Half. <laughs> maybe How a many third? Mastiffs can you curl, bro? <laughs> I might have an eighth, <laughs> well, actually, now that I'm doing the math. I just,
5: I just, I don't even have TikTok, but I want to make a TikTok account where all I do is go to like Planet Fitness and ask guys lift how many dog. Mastiffs they can lift. Because <laughs> I believe a Mastiff was
4: what Hercules was in Sandlot, right?
2: Uh, No. No? I think it I thought was, he was what we
4: wrote. I thought he was.
2: He was a Mastiff. Oh, he was a
4: Mastiff. Okay, I thought
2: oh, okay. he
3: was
5: a Great Dane. Um, what do you, what are you guys thinking?
4: Yeah, what do you think out of those choices then? If, if just to
5: keep our gut going, so I, well, Mastiff I, Pyrenees. Mastiff is a wrench in the cogs because I really don't have any. I don't know enough about them. I don't know how big they are. I think of those three, I would think a Newfoundland is the largest of those those three that we just mentioned. Okay, I um, mean that's fine with me, but um, I don't. I don't know how big a Mastiff is. If a Mastiff is bigger than a Newfoundland, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I that's good logic <laughs> I think we've
2: named, <laughs> thanks, I thanks, think we've named
4: uh, many big dogs but let I mean you feel good about it let's just go Newfoundland why not okay sure all right and we said uh,
3: St. Bernard because I think if you factor in the, the weight of the barrel uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit <laughs> all right and we said uh, St. Bernard
6: okay so we had a St. Bernard lock-in and what was the other lock-in Newfoundland Newfoundland, Newfoundland. okay Unfortunately, no points. It is a mastiff, more specifically, an English mastiff is the heaviest dog breed, wow. which is what Hercules wow. is in the same lot. Okay, so that's well. what they look like. I actually have one here somewhere; he's lying around. Um, but yeah, that's my dog. is an English mastiff. So my, ah, my, my uncle's
2: got an English mastiff and a Saint Bernard, and like between the two of them, they weigh nearly four hundred pounds. Oh, By the way, for
4: for trivia purposes, though, what's in that barrel that they wear around their neck? Uh, Wine or rescue something? equipment.
2: Yeah, brandy, wine. Isn't it? <laughs> it's like, it's brandy. a cask. <laughs>
3: brandy. <Gosh. laughs> just in case there's some fancy gentleman stranded <laughs> in their mountains. <laughs> they need an appetite. <laughs> some really rich guy goes uh, down and. the like, brandy.
4: Yes. Really? Cool. <laughs> we just Googled it. It's brandy. Excuse me. Oh my yeah. God. I yeah. was just could kidding. You, could you call you in the
1: Fancy
5: Rescue before. Squadron? <laughs> Not really that plebeian brandy. crew you send out for the pause. <laughs> I need the fancy rescue. Yes, send the giant dog with the brandy around his neck. Yes,
3: yes. Uh, yes, yes. I I'll need to a sip saved. as I'm descending the mountain. Yes. The internet confirmed my joke. <laughs> oh. Sometimes life is stranger than fiction.
4: Send that dog back. That brandy was not Scottish. <laughs> I'll die rather than drink Irish brandy. <laughs> New All business right.
5: idea. I'm gonna start a mastiff farm, breeding them to rescue <laughs> dumb rich guys. No planes <laughs> go down, down in the St. wilderness, St. Bernard, sir. All right. What's question nine? Okay,
3: on okay. oh, to question number nine. Top that, <laughs> Tristan. <laughs> All
6: right. So I know Neil is not the biggest fan of Lord of the Rings. So I wrote a simple Lord of the Rings question here. Who is the Lord of the Rings?
2: Reluctant. Is he really though? Yes. I feel like this is a uh, who's the boss situation. Did
5: you no, guys say you're not. locked
4: in?
3: Yeah, we're locked in.
5: So it's not so, Michael yeah. Flatley. Maxwell is not the biggest fan of Lord of the Rings either. <laughs> As a matter of fact, years ago when I was on uh, an episode of Complete the List, uh, we got a Lord of the Rings round and I somehow managed to hit four characters. It was like somebody who did four characters who had had more than a certain number of like lines of dialogue in all the books or something. Oh, and I believe. One. I believe what I said after nailing all four was that I believed in God now because I had somehow made it through <laughs> that round. <laughs> I, uh, um, which is also not true. Do you um, mean you I, believe in the Valar? Yeah, I'm more of a Myar. I guy mean myself. the big, the big giant eye thing in the Sauron is, is, is Sa- that- I think he's Sauron. I think it's Sauron. Sauron. Is he the Lord of the Rings? I mean, that's they have to. Don't they have to like take the ring to where he is and destroy it?
4: Is he the Lord of the Ring, or is he mm-hmm. trying to become the oh, Lord
5: of the so Ring? So many people are going to be going back listening to us talk about this. I'm going bad now. Yeah, is so it, is like... the Lord of the Ring the that's guy? This is those... Ken's version of He's losing It's it. just Ken's tell. normal, yeah. He's have... very
3: cordial.
4: Well, Ken said you have no power here. Is it that old guy? Is he the Lord of the Ring? Um... Yeah, that's
5: Gandalf who says that, I think. Gandalf. No, no, the, the old like sickly guy is like, you have no power. Here. Is that not Gandalf?
4: No, it's like an old king or something, I think.
5: <laughs> nope.
1: I don't know what he is. <laughs> He's the yeah, fish. He I guess he is. His oh, daughter is the what?
5: fish
4: one that sleeps with her brother, and that's a Game fish? of Thrones. Oh. <laughs>
5: okay, wait. See, okay, uh, I've seen the memes. He's the dude. Yeah, all my Lord of the Rings knowledge is like just from stupid image macros I've seen in the last twenty years. That's the dude who's the. He's the gay British guy who was a vampire in a New Order video. I can't, oh, Ian, uh, <laughs> what's he? <laughs> Ian, uh,
4: awesome.
5: what's his name? The actor. Oh, Ian, uh, um... he's buddies with Patrick Stewart. Um, Oh, no, that's Gandalf, Ian McKellen. Yeah, McKellen, yes. Oh, wait, okay, so he's Gandalf. He's not the you have no power here guy?
2: No, no, no. No, okay. Ken is right. That's the king of Rohan. King of Rohan.
3: Gandalf is the recipient of the you,
2: you have, have no, no power, power here. here.
5: Yeah. Okay. Oh, I See, didn't know that. I actually I, didn't know who
4: he was ever talking to. It was from
3: the yep. meme.
5: And I didn't realize that wasn't Gandalf saying that. So, well, let's yeah. just say Sauron, because yes. I can't think, I think of anyone Sauron else. I think Sauron is going to be the safest guess we can come up with, so let's say Sauron. I yeah, think it's a correct guess. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, that's <Sauron.
3: laughs>
6: yep, Sauron. I, I was hoping I was gonna
3: get a Saruman or something crazy, but no, that's no, it. I was hoping you would conclude that that Sauron, as the Eye, has no fingers. So how could he? Be? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Where's he gonna wear it, dude? Perfect logic. Fact,
3: he is in fact, yeah.
5: Um, who? So who says you have no power here? Who is that? Theoden, King of Rohan. Yeah, but but Théoden. Gandalf did. I never even
3: in heard fact that name. Okay. Theoden. Theoden was wrong at the time because Gandalf did, in fact, have power here <laughs> oh. and, and then cured him of his uh, his uh, wizenedness. Yes. Yeah, so so his, he doesn't even matter. Was he was just some wrong. Song. Oh, so he was sick. So Theoden's, Theoden was being, uh, his, was being his, poisoned. His ear was being poisoned worm tongue. by Wormtongue through Under. Saruman. Yes. Oh. couldn't believe he couldn't trust Wormtongue.
2: Saruman is a, a disciple of Sauron. Well, was, Wormtongue was, uh, but nobody figured that one out. Wormtongue's yeah.
3: name is Grima, and then people around the court started calling him Wormtongue because yeah, yeah. he's a pos. Well, yes. it's kind of
4: like my brother's kind of like Wormtongue, like in your ear, like, hey, you should do this. Come on, come on. Exactly
3: yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. It would just been
6: way better if his like official last name was Wormtongue. Came and in as, there with and it. As, yeah, nobody,
3: yeah.
2: Nobody bad than I mean, so it wouldn't it's put it. In...
3: They don't take quite take the uh, Harry Potter method of just naming <laughs> people what they are. So I mean,
2: Saruman is a follower of Sauron. I mean, come on, that's. Not father. Follower. Oh, follower. Disciple, if you will.
6: All right. On to question number 10. Um, what was the company that created the first ever digital camera?
3: I think it's one of these two. Yeah. I don't think it's one of the film ones. I think the film ones, the film heavy companies would have been lagging. Clinging to their. Clinging
5: to their, clutching their pearls.
2: Well, and um, I don't think it's, and I'll say this a lot, I don't think it's like a Sony, which is a bigger player now.
5: Yeah. So. I'm going to say we can we can lock in, I think, if you're good, Neil. I'm if good you, with that. I feel pretty good about that, guest. guess. Okay.
3: Okay. So uh, I used to work in a camera store slinging digital cameras, and the big players were like Nikon, Casio, Canon, um, Fuji, Fuji, yeah. Kodak.
2: I was thinking it might be a Fuji or a Kodak. I mean, Kodak was like one of the big ones. I don't ones know. I, film, I think but... the
3: film, I think the big film reliant companies like fuji and kodak would have been clutching to their old ways personally i I would go with canon maybe
5: okay um so i remembered this camera because i'm pretty sure we used it in yearbook i'm pretty sure we had one of these and i told neil i think it used floppy disks in the side of it that you store your images on and uh he right away said nikon or canon i said no it wasn't any of those big guys this was somebody else uh, and then I finally remembered. I think, if I'm remembering this correctly, the the model of the camera was the Mavica, and I believe it was made by Sony. I think we're talking about the Sony Mavica. Oh wow. Okay, so what I have here is Kodak, and it
6: was made by. It was. I think it does have the floppy disk in the side of it. It was made by a Kodak engineer Steve Sesson, um, 1975. Oh. Right.
5: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Nope, that's way older than I would The thinking. camera was the size of a bread
6: box, and it took 23 seconds to capture a single image.
2: And it would have had like those five and a half inch floppies, right? Yeah. <laughs> the enormous <laughs> Yeah, floppies. we definitely
5: weren't talking about the smaller plastic floppies at that time. So... <laughs> but that would be the first
6: instance of a digital camera. Wow. Okay. Cool. They've, they've gotten I a think... little better since then.
4: Okay, at the end of regulation, it looks like both teams picked up 20 more points to add to their totals bringing the uh tenafly vipers to 154 and the Killbots to 167 to wager on right before we throw it to tristan just wanted to say thank you to all of our patrons who make this show possible if you'd like to check out some extra audio content and uh, be available for some fun uh, extra perks like stickers and uh, boxes posters all that good stuff you can go to patreon.com slash triviality podcast and now live games on occasion too. and now live games on occasion Matt's been working on that uh, getting stronger each time along with the internet connection uh, hoping to do more of those uh, coming up here in the near future and um, allowing us to be on some cool events like uh, the Trivian Games Summit we're doing uh, we did with uh, Jeff Ravila over at uh, Stuff I Never Knew and some other opportunities that may open themselves up so Uh, All of that is made possible by your help. So if you'd like to join uh, all of our great Patreon supporters, you can go to patreon.com slash Podcast.
3: Cool, 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 cool. Let's get the final round categories.
6: Okay. So on the final round, I uh, didn't do a very good job of blending it up. These are all just things I like. So (laughs) I'm going to give you the category name and uh, that's going to be what the, the question will be about. All right. All right. So category one is Futurama. Then we have Star Wars, Electricity, Marvel, and then Pokemon.
3: And the wagers are now locked in. Uh, Looks like we're going hard in the paint. Uh, Jeff was feeling confident, maybe overly confident about some of these things. Probably. I like a lot of the categories, though, so we're going all in. And uh, let's get the questions.
6: Futurama. The Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings is one of the best episodes of Futurama. That's not an opinion. Um, In this episode, Fry makes a deal with the robot Devil, who makes many appearances throughout the iconic show. What I want to know is which voice actor lends his epic voice to the character. Star Wars. Oh no, a Star Wars question that isn't about the movies. I want to know on what planet was Darth Maul killed in canon? All right, electricity. This is going to be a real simple... Ohm's Law Equation Given a voltage of 120 volts and a current of 5 amps what is the resistance? I will need the correct number along with the correct unit of measurement. Now, Marvel. Marvel has been a staple of pop culture for a long time and has had many characters that have blown up in popularity with the MCU. What I want is you to list four of these characters in order of first comic book appearance. These characters are Ant-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. And finally, Pokemon. What is the first Pokemon ever to be designed? I'll give some hints. It is a ground rock type from the original 151. It is Pokemon number 112 on the Pokedex, and it is an evolution of Pokemon number 111.
5: That's the IGN Daily Update, wherever you get your podcasts.
3: And all the answers are locked in, so let's get the questions one more time. Just a reminder, me and Jeff did 30 all the way down for Tenafly Viper. How about you
4: guys? We bet uh, zero on Futurama, uh, 25 and 25 for Star Wars Electricity, 15 for Marvel, 10 for Pokemon.
3: Okay, sounds good. Let's get the questions one more time.
4: Okay
6: question one futurama the devil's hands are idle plaything is one of the best episodes of futurama in this episode fry makes a deal with the robot devil who makes many appearances throughout the iconic show which voice actor lends his epic voice to the character
3: i should have revealed i've been deafened by bender the shame um that's dan Castellaneta. I would say that's maybe
2: the third best episode after Jurassic Bark and Luck of the Fryrish. No, those are the sad episodes. Yeah, What's Jurassic wrong Park with makes you? Sick. You're a sickle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it our makes answer. Me feel Castellaneta. Things.
4: That's on brand for them. So that sounds like Homer Simpson. Uh, we just figured Morgan Freeman played God and Bruce Almighty, maybe he played the devil, so we said Morgan Freeman.
6: Yep, it is Dan Castellaneta. Um I tried to throw in a little which voice actor lends his epic voice to the character Homer. Oh. Kind of.
4: Effort. Oh it was a stretch,
6: but I thought maybe somebody might get it, but but it didn't, y'all didn't need it, so or at least half of you didn't. Okay, so what um okay question number two. Star Wars. Oh no, a Star Wars question that isn't about the movies. I want to know on what planet was Darth Maul killed in canon?
5: We kind of went around and around on this trying to think of a planet that would have played a part in the early movies. And Neil mentioned something about how Maybe there was a fan theory that Darth Maul wasn't actually dead from after his on-screen death, which kind of jives with the way this question was presented. So we just kind of went around and around thought maybe this might have been something that happened on The Mandalorian, which neither of us has watched. So we just guessed a planet that was around in the early Star Wars movies and said Naboo.
3: And a lot of what you said is driving with our answer. We didn't say Naboo that I believe Naboo is where it was cut in half, Um, but he pops up in Solo, theoretically, and uh, he's not dead. That's why we said he's not dead yet.
6: Okay. So we got not dead and we got Naboo. Yep. Okay. So the answer is Tatooine. And so this happens in the show, Star Wars Rebels, which is a canon canon show. Um, He actually pops up all throughout the Clone Wars show, another one of those shows, which is really great, Um, plays a huge part in that, decides to go mess with Obi-Wan Kenobi again on Tatooine and gets killed. But okay. so wow. the person that kills him stays the same, even if you never see the shows. But the planet does change.
3: So if you get cut in half by one guy, don't <laughs> don't fight that
5: guy. A yeah, exactly. The... Yeah. Don't
6: come back for seconds. All right. Moving on to
5: the electricity question. That's the, that's the old Tatooine two-piece and a biscuit you got there.
6: <laughs> 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 electricity. Given a voltage of 120 volts and a current of 5 amps, what is the resistance? I will need the correct number along with the correct unit of measurement. Uh,
3: Jeffrey?
2: Um, I think that's ohms that we're looking for. Ohms law, I believe, is I equals VR. We moved some stuff around, can confirm my algebra, and I think it's 24 ohms.
5: Um, So I thought, I I knew that... um, volts times watts or excuse me volts times amps equals watts so uh that was not this though we needed resistance for ohms loss so we had basically 120 volts doesn't change if you're in north america every outlet is 120 volts so we were trying to figure out how to get from 120 volts to 5 amps so we figured that you would have to put the correct amount of resistance in your circuit to get down to where it was pulling 5 amps so we said 20 ohms
6: all right, so the correct answer is 24 ohms with Jeff getting the um, ohms law correct. Made the equation pretty simple. Just simple, little electrical question wanted to
2: throw you, in there. You, don't put yourself out of a job, man. You you think it made it simple, but the algebra part was harder than I would like to I admit. Checked, I checked his algebra. <laughs> I helped. I know. I don't remember how to do that. It's been too long.
6: Absolutely. All right. So moving on to the Marvel question. Marvel has been a staple in pop culture. Um, I wanted you to list these Marvel characters in order of first comic appearance. Ant-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man.
3: All right, this was tough. Um, we thought Ant-Man was super old, so we said Ant-Man first, then Spider-Man. And then we thought Black Panther just barely predated the Black Panther political party. So we said Panther third, and then Strange, or as I call him, Steven, fourth.
4: Uh, yeah, so our logic uh, was a little crazy, but we said Stanley created Ant-Man, nobody cared. Then he created Spider-Man, everyone cared. Then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna do anything I want, so I'm gonna create <laughs> Doctor Strange, a weird character." So he created Doctor Strange, and then Black Panther last. Uh, so we said Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther.
6: Alrighty, so the order is going to be Ant-Man, January nineteen sixty-two, followed by Spider-Man, August nineteen sixty-two followed by Doctor Strange, no. July 1963, and Black Panther coming in later at July 1966.
4: Wow. So you got it? Good logic oh, there. Good nice Stanley logic. Oh, thank you. Oh, just all guessing. Guys. It
2: was like it was the craziest logic if it was logic. But it worked. Let me tell you about this time that Neil got a Spider-Man question right.
6: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, fifth and final, Pokemon. What is the first Pokemon ever to be designed? And I gave some hints. It is a ground rock type Pokemon in the original 151. It is Pokemon number 112 in the Pokedex. And it is an evolution of Pokemon number 111 in the
3: Pokedex.
2: Yeah. Um, Glad it was in the first 151 because I remember those uh, very well. And the new ones don't exist. Um, Come at me. Um, And uh, we said Rhydon.
5: That was the other one we considered, actually, but um, when you said ground rock type, the first one I thought was Geodude, and so we went with his first evolution, which I believe is called Graveler.
6: You both got the ground rock type, but yes, it is Rhydon, and the reason he was designed first was because originally when they were thinking of the Pokemon, they were going to think they were all going to be kind of dinosaur-y. That obviously changed because... They're not all dinosaur-based, but he was the first one that they decided.
3: Because they're like, we want to make a million of these. Yes. <laughs> yeah. like, they're not a million dinosaurs. but they all got to look different,
4: right? After the game, it looks like Team Killbots was not able to kill enough patrons of the mall and orgy uh, partakers, so uh, we lost forty-five points here. Bring so our what total... you're saying
2: is the orgy won out in the the end. orgy
4: won, uh, which it normally does if I guess if as long as it's safe. Uh, so we <laughs> lost forty-five points, bringing our total to one twenty-two. But uh, today's Cream of the Crop, Tenafly Viper, picking up 30 points in the final, Bring their total to 184. Cream of the Crop, guys. Good job.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm living in a nightmare, and I am the cream.
4: You can't
3: beat the na- a name like Tenafly Viper. That's you can't. And if
4: you watch Street Trash like you should, along with uh, Chopping um, Mall. I don't know if you should. You should. And you should know. at least be prepared for it. <laughs> I mean, Tenafly I'm planning to. Viper. <laughs> If you ingest Tenafly Viper, Tenafly Viper always wins. Well, you so. told us
3: one plot detail of of street trash. Yes. Which was what?
4: It's that uh, you will see a, uh, a dismembered phallus uh, in slow motion floating through the air.
3: Okay. Sounds terrible. Uh, I don't recommend you guys watch that movie, but uh, I'm definitely going to. <laughs> I, know. I know you will. Because right. well, you're street trash. Yeah, because I'm street trash. Well, uh, somebody who's not street trash, Max, thank you so much for joining us today. That was a blast. Oh, Great thank game. you.
5: I am, though. <laughs> <laughs> we always love hanging out with you. Uh, any uh, shout outs? Uh, anyone you'd like to say hello to? Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, my. I'll, I'll do my typical shout out of please be an organ donor. Sign the back of your driver's license. Um, please check the batteries in your smoke detector. Smoke detectors save lives. Uh, that is not a joke. Please go check them right now. Um, and also, if you love Dead by Daylight and you would like to hear the podcast I do with two of my beautiful friends, we are GenRepair.xyz. And thanks for having hey. me back, guys. It's been way too long, but I'm gonna—I'll work on another—I'll work on another video game related uh, laid on me, and we'll do that soon. That would be fun. Yeah, awesome. it's always a
2: pleasure to hang out. I know people who just want to listen to those episodes, by the way.
3: Oh, okay. So Noted. there you go. And uh, Tristan, great game for us today. A uh, little bit of back and forth here, and very competitive game. Well well written, I have to say.
6: Thanks. It was really fun. I had a really good time being here. Um, you guys are great and fun hanging, so for sure. Yeah.
3: Great. Any last shout outs?
6: Uh, yeah. I can. I guess I can plug my electrical company. It's going to be Elegant Electric. If you're in the Northwest Arkansas area and you need some electrical work done, I have, we have a website and uh, you can contact us that way.
3: And I recommend that you do. That's our first uh, plug. Yeah.
4: Elegant Electric. There you go. It's a literal plug. Yep, yes absolutely <laughs> there you go a plug for a plug um so yeah thank you uh, to everyone uh for listening thank you to max and tristan for uh joining us today and giving us their time uh for matt uh, hopefully he'll bring up back that orange juice toothpaste for Matt, ken jeff max and tristan my name is neil and that is triviality
3: No, Jeff. Uh, hand me over these uh, cupcakes that Colleen brought us. All right, let's let's taste these <laughs> vegan cupcakes from Colleen. Thank you to hey, Colleen. All I'm right. we're gonna eat these right in the studio. They are.
2: Mmm. I think this she, is, this she is was gonna kind be the
3: enough. end clip right she here. Was, that was a
5: good kind game, Tristan.